trunk's fine. As you can see, friend, it's not small. It's a big trunk. And I'll show you right here. Well, you got a dead hooker in the trunk. What? No, it can't be. Yes, it was. It was a dead hooker. It wasn't a dead hooker. Hell, I know a dead hooker when I see one. I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. Lord knows I have. This is Tony from Deserts of Mars. You're listening to the Doom Tomb, home of the awesome and the heavy and the doom. This is the Doom Tomb Podcast, the podcast for all things within the heavy underground. And we are sponsored by the following. Red Sky Guitar Repair. If you're in Arizona and you need some guitar work, hit them up. The link is in the show notes. And also, Hardcore Grooming Products. They have a beard oil called Sammy Satan. Very limited supply and... It is made with this blend of oil called Oud, O-U-D? What is O-U-D? Known as the wood of the gods, O-U-D, I'm going to call it that, it's a lot simpler, is the basis for some of the world's most extravagant perfumes. Derived by the resinous bark of an agarwood tree that grows exclusively in parts of Southeast Asia, it is also known as one of the world's most rarest and expensive commodities you're going to want to get that and we've got a discount for you it's drop b all in capital the links are in the show notes and now let's get on to the interview today on the podcast we're not going too far it's kind of like a long day trip about 10 and a half 11 hours away going over to texas we cover so much We cover the new release, of course. We talk a little bit about the area, and we even talk about a delicious beverage of choice. Let's hear the interview right now. Today on the podcast, we're going over to Amarillo, Texas. Now, the first chance that I got to hear this band within the first, I would say, first few minutes, I was hooked. Now, the the, the one part that I wasn't quite sure about, and I'm hoping I have it right, which is the actual pronunciation of the band. Now, um, I'm hoping I get this right. I hope it is Saturnity or Saturnity. Either way, I'm from one of the members from this band. Sir, can you tell me who you are and how do you pronounce it? I'm actually the sole member of this project. It's a solo project. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. My name is Trent and... It's it should say on the band cam and the Instagram, pretty much anywhere, it's pronounced Saturn Deity, but you drop the D, so it's Saturn E Deity. name of a family of moths that includes like the luna moth the atlas moth all those kinds of moths interesting now oh you see my dog in the background there uh <clears throat> so what brent what like like a, a moth to a flame what attracted you to the moths uh honestly i think a lot of the moths in that family are very pretty and right. i was like I think that, I just think it's a cool band name, and there's also a hint of irony to it because I got a phobia of moths. They freak me out. I don't know what, but they're still cool. Like it's, 
I've tried to exposure therapy myself and it doesn't help except that I just think they're cool now. So it's weird. It, yeah, I, I, but I can understand what you're saying because they're a bit erratic, right? Yeah. Much yeah. like, have you, have you ever been out and you hear the, you hear the, the gigantic sound of the cicadas? And I'm like, have you ever, have you ever seen one of those things? They yeah, look, yeah. Oh, but we, we will really have to talk about is this album. The album is called Book of Rituals. And, um, you know, you said you're from uh, Amarillo, Texas. I was just curious because for years I always said Amarillo. And now I'm looking at it. I was like, is that just Amarillo? Like, am I pronouncing it wrong all this time? Uh, it's named after this, the Spanish word for yellow because the grass, the natural like grass and stuff tends to have this really just somewhat pretty yellow color. And so the proper word is pronounced Amarillo, but everyone here just says Amarillo. So got gotcha, you, man. Yeah. Now for your bio here, I have uh, it says some stoner fucking doom from hell. Stoner fucking doom from hell. And if I'm not mistaken, that's located kind of near the Texas panhandle. So um, <laughs> what is what kind of hell do we have going on over there? Uh, too cold in the winters, too hot in the summers. And uh, what are some other things? Sometimes, you know, when you're visiting a town, there's certain things to check out. And maybe that's your own personal form of hell. I don't know. I like geeky shit and I like going to stuff that uh, maybe other people uh, might kind of stroll right by. Like, have you ever been to the Cadillac Ranch? The Cadillac Ranch, I have, but it was years ago when I was like way younger. I don't remember if I ever spray painted anything on there because part of that whole deal is if you're there, you are free to spray paint anything you want there. It's completely legal. That's part of the art project. I saw that. And I mean, I, I would have to guess that especially people in that area there must be thousands of bands that have used that area as a as a cover photo there probably has i think i can't remember it was one of the like top 40 artists who's like i think rihanna came by and stopped at cadillac ranch and spray painted something there too but that was it's pretty recent but i just don't remember because i wasn't paying attention that's fair enough sir fair enough have you ever been to the RV Museum? The RV Museum, I have not. I don't know if we're actually missing a whole lot there. I mean, what are we going to see? Some Airstreams, a couple Winnebago's? I don't know. It'd probably be like a probably more of a historical thing than it is like a like a like an art museum has modern what, art that's being made now. But I think like an RV museum like that probably is historical stuff. There's one art project around town that happened before I was even born in the nineties. It was called dynamite something dynamite museum. And what it is, it pretty much puts up a whole bunch of some of the punks in the area were hired by this weird rich dude who I don't know the name of right. to put up street signs that just have weird like things on them. I remember one when I was going to elementary school, we'd always pa pass by this sign that said, don't look at me like that. On my way to college, there's a few of them. And one time on my way to one of my jobs, there was a car wreck uh, beneath an underpass, right. beneath an overpass, my bad. And so I have to detour. I turn right and there's one of those signs that immediately says, even in the best run universe, accidents still happen. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And uh, let's see. So the last one is the Richard Daniel Baker Peace Park. I th 
I've driven by it, but I've never stopped at it. I, I've driven by it when I was going with my country rock band. I played bass in a country rock band. You know that? I did not know. Talk to me about this. What kind of what kind of country are you playing? <laughs> it's uh, I I call I say country rock because it's easy to uh, it's it's easier to tell people about. Right. But more specifically, we're in a scene that's called uh, Texas Red Dirt Rock, which is pretty much country rock. Right. And we because we have a little bit more rock leaning because everyone in the band has rock influences. We got a new drummer. He's influenced by all that, like 90s grunge. Our singer is influenced by 2000s rock. He was in those kinds of bands. And me and the guitarist are metalheads, 100 percent. And I play in that band because it's a. because I, I just play in the band. It's fun, yeah. honestly. Absolutely. It's, so uh, if, if you were to liken it to uh, some more of the popular country, like what, what are we talking? Are we talking maybe something like a Brantley Gilbert, something like a Colt Ford? What are, where are we at? I, I could only say artists within this scene because I don't listen to nearly enough country to be in a country rock band. But it's uh, some of the popular bands in this scene right now would be like Co Wetzel, uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Oh, some other uh, them dirty roses we opened up for them in abilene a few months back hell yeah man them dirty roses kind of sounds like leonard skinnard uh okay with, like some modern some modern twist influences so yeah uh, you got like some southern fried rock. rock yeah 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 that's pretty much what it is so my uh my con my band is called the stray sons and it was originally supposed to be like a christian rock band name but we just we just play what we play now and that seems like a far departure from this album that we have it's called book of rituals now sir book of rituals do you mind can we start talking about it i would love to talk about it i'm very conceited oh please i mean you're not going to have any arguments from anyone else in the band that's a good point. Yeah, That's let's kick point. it off with the first track. The first track is called Majesty, and indeed, apt title. I got some droning feedback with a narration, uh, and and kind of feeling like this song, and it's good that it's an opener, it feels like it's creating the gateway to the mind in, in, in some quick way. Now, the, the, the track opens up at about the 240 mark, and... Um, it's possible that the sacred herb might start to summon demons. So first, what can you tell me about this track? And second, do you consider yourself a sorcerer? So this song uh, was the was the longest song to come together of the entire album. I had the lyrics written long before I had the instrumental that made it onto the album written, because the lyrics were supposed to go to a different instrumental. And it was that original instrumental where I actually first had the idea to take those uh, samples off of YouTube of people talking about weed and demons and then I ended up writing this other sludge instrumental and I was like I like these lyrics and I like this instrumental 
I'm just gonna put them on there and just uh, jump everything that I wanted to do with those samples over to this other instrumental. When I was listening to it and I just heard smoking marijuana is sorcery, I was like, because <laughs> that's so awesome. Like that doesn't make it sound like a bad thing. It sounds awesome. Yeah. And so, and so I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm a sorcerer. I, I source my riffs in the way. <laughs> you know? I love it. I fucking love it. And you know what? It, it makes me wonder, like when somebody had smoked that much and you know, you get a little anxious, you get a little crazy. I, I don't know if that's so much him summoning anything. It's more like, what's already inside of you, brother? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't I don't know if I believe in, like, spirits or anything, but, like, like, I think everything, no matter how weird it is, has a mundane explanation, and some people will read too deep into things when the simplest explanation is, oh, you just had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Now, quick question as a, as a side. So I have been seeing this for the past few days and I'm I'm still betwixt and between because and one part I'm like, yeah, there's something else out there. I know there's gotta be, man. We can't we can't be so selfish and believe that there's nothing else. And then I don't know if you saw the news this week that there was a like a craft or something that fell in Las Vegas and there was a being that people have like they saw it with their own eyes. And, you know, sometimes you hear it and you're like, yeah, okay, with the abductions or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying it. But this seemed, like, so close to, like, something actually being real. Uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but... I did not. Oh, that's something we that's something you've got to look up. We Again, that's something else we got to talk about off mic because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, it just... You know how you could see people and you're like, yeah, maybe you had a little something going on in your head and it, maybe it wasn't, like really an alien but this it was just like yeah it was in my backyard and i saw it walking around really creepy um and maybe just maybe that alien knew about a cult and that cult is the cult of abyss and uh killer track by the way and i'm curious can can the priestess save us and what can you tell me about this track lord satan he who is known as Belial by the ancients, demon lover of all those who wish to live in eternal life, here, in your hour of deepest dark, in your temple and before your altar. This one came together when I was real pissed off working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to write a pissed off song and just see what happens. And it ended up turning into this little wind hand and electric wizard type worship song. Hell yeah. And I just, I just wrote words. Like I said, I write words that I think sound cool. But originally, there wasn't even going to be a third verse. It was just going to be called Into the Abyss. Mm -hmm. But the riff I had, I was like, oh, this outro just isn't right for the song. 
so what the song originally did was after the solo it just cut off and just went to the outro and then i was like i don't like that so i replaced it with what we get now which is the rest of the bridge and then the third verse any of the like the the like cults or like sages or whatever that's all just like it's metaphors for something but i don't know what i just like i said it's well, it means you, something to me because I keep writing about it, but I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you need to to- take one of those uh, epic journeys through the mind, uh, possibly something chemical to see what that is. You know, what what is the experience? You know, I've I've talked about it. I think my wife and I have talked about it about like maybe we should maybe we should do something like that and see where it goes because like I hear and you know I see what 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 the videos are on YouTube of what DMT is like and. I know it doesn't last long and it's supposed to be this open mind expanding thing. I even had a text from one of my friends that from from way back that he always used to, you know, goof on me because of the music that I would listen to. He's like, oh, that's, you know, the dirty stoner crap and all this stuff. <laughs> this guy has been through more trips and hallucinations. And he ha- he said it is literally changed how he has thought about life and not in like a highway, but like this guy's married and has children and he has a successful business and he's an owner of a business and he is really changing how he is just functioning in normal life so maybe that's maybe that's the the way to do it to see uh uh actually what are you thinking about that you're talking about (laughs) yeah i mean i i'm hoping sometime this year to try either acid or mushrooms uh and that's a, for legal reasons. That's a joke. <laughs> I I don't know what that means. I mean, it's like I I try. Look, I take mushrooms. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking about. No, talking let me tell you, Mario. You know, <laughs> no, well, that's Mario. what I was. I, it, look, you know, I, I just met you, so I don't know. But like, I, I didn't know whether it was Mario. But like, I I take mushrooms a couple times a week, and I take a, a bunch. I take shiitake. I take ashwagandha. I do uh, portobello. I mean, I'm I'm going fucking deep, man. I get, I, oh, I'm telling you, that's port, a trip. The portobello, man. The portobello. You're going, you're going to another world. <laughs> well, it's like that guy summoning demons. It's like if you're gonna go big, go big. And that's what I do. That's why. That I think that's I think that's how I got my nickname, the portobello kid. But you know what? Honestly, dude, it's not important because. But I know I know tripping is important. We talk about taking the trip, taking the journey. And we have another trip coming up. It's the third track. It's called Trip Haze Coma. Now this, ah, yes. First off, this is very different than the first two tracks. This is more in my, this is my psych journey. And it's vastly different. This is the track that I could say, maybe you want to listen, maybe you want to have a portobello. Maybe you want to, uh, maybe you want to play Mario Kart. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think that would work well. So, how did Trip Hayes Coma uh, come about, and and why the, the the slight contrast between the other songs? That has to do with the original demo of Cult of Abyss, where what happened was once the song was not the original demo, the second version of it. At once, I had added a third verse, but before it became what it is on the album. Right. Once it faded out, I had a little ambient track that was like like a minute of just jamming out, sort of improvised stuff. And then I just had that fade in and then fade out. And I wanted to do that again for this album. 
And so I ripped a drum track off of YouTube and just improvised a bass line and then the guitar line without the wall and then the guitar line with the wall. And then I wrote drums to go with it. Right. And I was originally just going to take like what I, whatever I felt was like the best, like one or two minutes of it and just tell that at the end of Cult of Abyss like I did with the old version. But I, I kept listening to it and I was like, I don't know what part of this would fit the best there. And eventually I was like, you know what? It's all good. I'm just putting this whole six minute interlude on the album. Right on. And and I think it's a great choice because it's I, I don't even want to say a palate cleanser because it's not. It's just an other piece of you that you're giving to the masses. And you're like, hey, uh, like, like, you know, with the country rock, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, I do some country rock. I also do some fucking stoner doom over here yeah. and I get trippy yeah. with it. So, yeah, sla- you know, strap in. We're going to go for a ride. And. Like I said, who knows, man, maybe uh, maybe there's something about getting stoned. Not that you would do that, but some other people might. And if we're going to talk about being stoned, <laughs> maybe. yeah, maybe. Uh, Just maybe. I mean, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, you know, hey, it's legal in a lot of places. So we're going to go to the next track, speaking of, which is Stoned Judgment Day. Um, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I wonder if it was Stone Judgment Night, if you would do, like, I don't know. Did you ever see the movie? No, I don't watch a lot of movies. Actually, I need okay. to watch movies, but I don't. I will tell you, I don't know if it's exactly the best movie, but for current rock, like this was this was back in the '90s, so it was like alternative rock, uh, and they were mixing it with hip hop. So you'd have something like I don't know, uh, Booyah Tribe. I think it was like Booyah Tribe and Slayer or something like that. Sick, sick uh, collaborations. I, I highly suggest you get the Judgment Night soundtrack or at least, you know, cop one or listen to it on Spotify or YouTube, wherever that's found. But let's talk about Stone Judgment Day because that's more important to me right now. Key's in this one. And I'm like, all right, all right. Nice addition, man. Nice, nice. Gives me this um, this kind of Pink Floyd vibe. Uh, Sid Barrett era, though. Sid Barrett era. Now, around the uh, 640-something, maybe around 648 or something like that, I hear this yell. For some reason, that yell just kind of encapsulates the entire song for me, and it it makes it that much bigger. And uh, I would like to know what's the process for this track and uh, just about the lyrics. uh, What is your incense of choice? Mm, That was one of those that I have not experimented enough to have a solid answer on that right, so fair. my answer on that is whichever kind you can get from the store okay so. no that's fine i would i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out on a limb here i'm gonna make a suggestion uh nag champa n-a-g-c-h-a-m-p-a it's Give me one second oh please yes go ahead let me let me write this down yes please do I like t- making suggestions Oh, come on. How did you spell it? N-A-G-C-H-A-M-P-A. A-M-P-A. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I used to go... Reminds me of something cool, which I'll get to later, because we got to talk about the song first. Um, oh, please do. It's an album that came with incense. I'll talk about it. 
So stone judgment day, that I can't I can't remember how I wrote it, but I know it was I think it was the most recent like it was the other than the interlude, it was the last song finished on the album. Hmm. And it went through two demos which had you know, after the second chorus, you have that one riff that goes like eight times, and then you have the long outro riff. First demo had that first riff, second demo had that outro riff, and I was like, I'll just put them together because I like them both. Right. Um, the lyrics are... This song was just supposed to be like just that one song on the album about playing riffs and smoking weed. I mean, it's not like the other ones aren't about smoking weed, but this one was the song about riffs. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was getting. It's 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 you know I, I see this a lot some in in genres and it's you know where where people that I don't know eighties or whatever it was all about rock and roll rock 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 and rock till you drop and whatever you know rock and roll hoochie coo even yeah let's try listening to that but now we're you know we're getting into this you know stoner doom category and it fits it, it fits perfectly it's just like it's an homage. It and and it, it just fucking works, man. So you you said something that you received a, a, an album or something, and it had incense with it. Yes, one of my uh, there's this kind of technical. I say kind of technical, uh, but definitely more technical. Than I can play. Okay, for the people that are listening, he is looking. Technical. This vinyl oh record, Kardashev, The Bearing of Shadows. Oh, no kidding! Post, I... like, post, post death metal, progressive death metal. You yeah. see right there, uh, the incense leaked to the cellophane. It's got that. Oh, uh, shit. But I burned it and listened to the album. It was pretty cool. Uh, my, my record is this nice green color. Ooh, nice little transparent. Is that, is that opaque or transparent? That it's looks okay. gorgeous. That uh, looks gorgeous. It's, it's got, got that little, little line in it. That's it's, it's got. Like that's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I was gonna. I've, I've played them on the on the radio before. Yeah, man, they're killer. Uh, and it's got that like kind of like almost like post metal vibe. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're all listed as progressive death metal. They started as straight up progressive death metal, but they got really atmospheric. I think around their second album. Right, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I thought of when you when I, when you sent me that question. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know, but I knew about this one album that came with incense. So now you know what? It's funny. Um, what was I gonna play to? Oh, that's the because they just got a, they just had a new album out, uh, Liminal Right. Yeah, I need to listen to it again. I listened to it in full like once or twice. I know I had a saxophone solo at the end, but. I suck at listening to new music, so it takes me like years. <laughs> well, it's a it's a huge album, by the way. Um, twenty two tracks, and you know some are like some interludes and stuff, but man, some some absolute insane material. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Before we go on, is there anything else you had to add for Stone Judgment Day? Or are we going to move on to the next track? All the guitar at the end was all the lead guitar at the end was improvised. And it, there's a 
part where there's just a whole bunch of feedback like I'm droning on one note and it's because I was just freaking out looking for this because I wanted to use a slide in there and I just couldn't find it okay eventually eventually I just picked up a lighter and just went with it and that's by the time it's already like fading out so you can't hardly even hear it so it wasn't even worth it right it's I mean it sounds cool it's in there but it's it's odd it's even odd that you say that because as I was hearing the end, I felt like I heard something. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I was like, "I think he's, I think he's going for something at the end." And uh, so, yeah, I guess that was it, man. So, is 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 the slide going to be making an appearance on some future material? I hope so, because it's it's a cool thing. I don't know anybody in metal that uses a slide. That's like a it's like a country thing, and you know what? I was listening to some of the, some of the, uh, like I said, I opened up for a band called Dim Dirty Roses, and one of the songs, I, I wish I could remember what which one it was, but one of them was like, oh, this is awesome, I need to cover this in the Stoner Doom style. Nice. So, if I can remember, if I can find what song that was, I will definitely be using the slide on that, and I hope uh, to be using the slide on whatever is going to end up being the next album, which I already have enough music for it i just don't have all the lyrics written all right so and that's that here check this out that's a whole song right there oh my <laughs> lord oh there's there's a lot of notes in there that's very like, dude like you really you it's it's very uh you, you're very intricate with with creating this craft here i love music it's my favorite thing i'm going to, i just finished my first year of college and i bet you can't guess what major i am music major oh wow no i was i was i you know i was going with pottery but yeah music sounds perfect yeah that's <laughs> so we've got this other track here this is interesting to me under the blood red sun now in the lyric we have a little bit about wormwood and for those that aren't familiar yeah you'll you'll yeah a little absinthe right there now wormwood is a pain reliever if you don't know it fights parasites so listen to that for a second now i'm wondering about you sir i'm wondering if this is somewhere in your head because wormwood is is it relieves pain and fights parasites so did you somehow subconsciously do this as a metaphor for life using this word Wormwood. I'm very, very curious about that. So, if you could just give me a, a little bit, tell, talk to me about this track, man, because we got a lot to say about this one. It's probably one of my favorites. So, thank you. I, I'm I'm really proud of it. It was the it was the first. It's it's the only one that is. It, hold on. How do I word this? It's the song that is closest to its original demo from the demo to the album like the only difference really is that i added lead guitars at the end that's really the only difference between the right. and the final gotcha man um maybe subconsciously the wormwood was like a metaphor but it wasn't deliberate i just thought imagine if there was like a society that like drinks warm like drinks absinthe and like and like does drugs and stuff but it's like a positive thing because this was the it was also the first song that ended up in its finished form like 
it was the first demo that I finished out of any of the songs. Right. And I wrote that while I was working at uh, one of the warehouses I was working at. Terrible job. I will never do that again. And it was sort of just like one of those. I'm just like, I got to write something that has, even if it's doom, it's got to have something underneath it that just keeps me from just hitting rock bottom. And I just ended up with this song that's just super uplifting in a weird way, in my opinion. I think I think it sounds uplifting. Yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, it sounds better than working in a warehouse or Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, no, neither of those jobs were fun. Um, but when I was listening to it over and over again, and I thought, if I make an album, this has to go on it, and it has to be the last track on the album. And it it is. It's the last it track is, on the album. and it it moves in different ways because, like we said, again. I, I just got to go back to that pain relieving and fighting parasites. But if you talk to biblical scholars, they consider the term wormwood to be a symbolic representation of bitterness. And uh, that bitterness fills the earth during troubled times. Noting that the plant that wormwood is named is a metaphor for things that are unpalatably bitter. So. I don't know. It's I, I still I, I I still think there's a trip in you somewhere, you know, like a Mario Kart game, and Maybe. you're gonna and all this stuff is gonna start coming out. And since we're talking about wormwood and absinthe and and in the lyric you have this 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 one piece that says the fungal life. So we're adding in, a, in addition to absinthe, we're also adding that. Um, what do you think? That's gonna be some magic ride, huh? Yeah, that's, uh, let me pull up the lyrics. I think I wrote, I wrote them on my phone. Let okay. Pull these up so I can look at them. No problem. Uh, under the blood. So yeah, like everything, like every lyric in this is like something. It's so like Wormwood Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's... That is obviously the reference to Wormwood and Absinthe, the Under the Blood Red Sun. That, that is the line that's supposed to be the most doomy because it reminds me of when I was working at Walmart. I've worked like five jobs in my life. So when I was working at Walmart, I was a car pusher, so I was outside. Right. And when there was all those East uh, West Coast fires, uh, the smoke was heavy enough that I probably should have worn a respirator. Yes. Um, but the sun would never actually touch the horizon. It would turn red and fade away. And it was like, for some reason, that image is just scarred in my mind. It's just so, like... It's like, it looks cool, but fuck, man, you know? Yeah, it's beautiful, Shit. yet apocalyptic at the same time. Yeah. And so that's, I- that's kind of... That's what the East Coast is going through it's, right it's now. Like the, that's, you know, that I gotta tell sucks. you, man. But then it's like, who thought that there would be such oh. existentialism uh, from getting carts from Walmart? <laughs> or it was during the time that I was working at Walmart that I first got into doom metal. Right. So, checks out. Yeah. Uh, I got time. The first, the first doom metal album that I listened to, and that I really like got was "No Help for the Mighty Ones" by Sub Rosa. Have you heard of them? Oh yeah, that's some good stuff right so, there, brother. So I 
I was in my truck. I don't know if I was driving home or if I was driving somewhere else. And I put it on. I started from the first track. I got about 30 seconds in and I stopped it and I said, I'm going to need to listen to this in an altered state. And then I did best hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes perfect sense. my life forever. All right. So <clears throat> now with this with this release, I'm interested about merchandise. Will you be having any merchandise for this? Maybe a button, a patch, shirt, and or physical product? I hope so eventually, but right now, all there is for the band is just this album. Uh, I don't even have other members, but I'm working on that because I want to put on some shows. Uh, that was going to be my next question. Um, what, do, what do you, how, what, like how many people do you think you need to fully round out this project? I would only like need, if I were to go a bit bare bones on it, I would only need a bass player and a drummer because I'm primarily a guitarist. Okay. And obviously, since it's a solo project, I had some dude from England sing for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was me. <laughs> but I would like to have a second guitarist because trying to play leads and sing at the same time is difficult i got you it really is i'm with you i'm with you that makes sense all right brother well i want to thank you so much for joining us and uh spending your time now if you don't mind i have this kind of i i always all right in my head i think it's going to be a lightning round of questions somehow that doesn't work for me it usually winds up just being an extra 20 minutes of questions because we get off on tangents so are you ready for the lightning round, sir? All right, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, good. Okay. <clears throat> All right, ready. Here we go. What is something that you would never pay the cheaper option for? Uh, I'm broken, unemployed. I live with my dad. I'll take what I can get. But I, I don't want to buy any of those, like, Behringer clone pedals. They're not bad, but it's just, like, they're not as cool as I'd like. Mm. They're just not. They don't have that cool factor in my personal taste fair enough that's sir. my taste though yeah. hey you know everybody has taste and it's you know some is sour some's bitter some sweet me personally i'm a sweet man mm -hmm. i'm a sweet boy uh best quote to describe you uh <clears throat> let, me, let me check on this vorum ipsum dolor sit emet bless you <laughs> thanks <laughs> All right, a little translation for me. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't brushed up on my Latin very, very it's, recently. It's it's just lorem ipsum. I I couldn't think of a quote. I couldn't think of anything, so I just put lorem ipsum there. All right, uh, and just saying, uh, what possibly were some weed strains of choice, or you know, what was used to create this album? Most of the time, I don't think about the strain. I just think if you can smoke it, and it has THC. You know, mm -hmm. that's good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hold on a second. I haven't seen that shirt yet. Huh. Which shirt? If it has THC, then it's for me. You know what? That's gonna be that's gonna be some Saturnity merch. I wanted to actually make some merch for it that said like stoner fucking doom on the back and then like all that all those phrases though like smoking marijuana is sorcery on the back. I wanted to do some stuff like that. And but, yeah, you, you sound like the guy that would be able to do it. Uh, what is the worst job you've had? 
So I said I've had five jobs, and each of them are worse for different reasons. Okay. First job, I was a busser. That was the worst job for pay. It was four twenty-five an hour plus tip share. Okay, so you had these uh-huh. shitty jobs, and you're done. You, you you're out, and it's it's at night, mm-hmm. and you you just got to clear your head, man. So you're going for a drive. What music is playing? Anytime you're driving to to clear your head, it's never because something good happened. And so if I was angry, it would probably just be like like some death metal or like some of that more like crazy, frantic black metal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that brings me to my next question is what is a belief that you have that others think is crazy? Maybe it's that I don't see skill as an indicator of talent. I like it. That works for me. Okay. Moving forward on this extremely quick yeah, lightning round. I don't see skill as an indicator. Oh, right, 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 right. Lightning round. Lightning yes, round. lightning. Go, yes. go, 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 go. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what? All right. Okay. Best spots to play in your area. I think we have three actual metal venues right now. Okay. There's, there's, there's more venues, but most of them are like just for country. And so we have three metal venues right now. One of them is uh, is the only one with an outdoor stage. And I like the stage, but the venue is not run like a professional venue because they'll never promote shows. Like it's up, like they'll share the poster if the bands make it, but they don't actually promote their own shows, which is like. Yeah, yeah um, I've seen that. We have a local craft brewery that actually, they have some collaboration merch with like the deathcore band around here. Mm-hmm. So we got a deathcore band around here called Bear the Mark and uh Bear not like animal bear but like uh naked like a naked bear. Yeah. yeah. Bear the Mark. Mm-hmm. And they have collaboration merch with that craft brewery and it's pretty cool. I actually played there with my country rock band. And I decided if I play there with this Doom project, I'm going to stand up on the little bar area. Yeah. So I'm going to be like way above everybody and it's going to be fun. And then we have a new venue in town called Atomic Yellow. Uh, I went there last night, actually, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good mm-hmm. for the shape. of Because it used to be an office building. Right. So the sound is surprisingly good for it used to have been an office building. That's about it. All right. And, I, you know... I'm just curious, like, what was the last show you went to? The one yesterday. Who, who was there? Oh, who was there? Uh, I don't remember what the opening band was. Um, okay. They're like a post-rock band. And then the next band is actually from Lubbock, which is two hours south of here. But mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? Y'all in Amarillo treat us better than they do in Lubbock. So fuck it. We're an Amarillo band now. And I'm like... Hell yeah, our scene is good. It's called Spit Life. They're kind of they're hardcore. I hear some like a little bit of grindcore influence, but it's a lot of a lot of death metal influence. They're like some of that like just sort of heavier hardcore. Very just nice. slow, just bang, head bangs, you know what I mean? And if you can't see this, think- and which I'm I'm assuming you can't because this is all audio, he is giving the classic doom appreciation face it's mean it's got a scowl the forehead is crunched you know what that is you've done it at your shows 
All right, I'm sorry, yeah, sir. Yeah, Please yeah. continue. No, I get it. I get it. Because uh, most people don't watch podcasts. They listen to them. All right. Yeah. So we've got some bands. And you, you, you told me about um, some places to play. And maybe there's something connected. I'm curious. And this will be the final. In the lightning round, the speedy lightning round here. What yeah, are some of the best places to eat for a touring band in your area? That is a hard question for me to answer because I don't think there's anything here that you couldn't find anywhere else. It's just um, like, I definitely say though, um, since Texas is such a wide, like just a wide area, Yes, it the is. Tex-Mex you'll get around the Panhandle or West Texas is going to be different from the Tex-Mex you'd get around like the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I'd say like my favorite like Mexican restaurant around here has to be this little place called El Bracero. They're just real solid. I, I always get their fajitas. They're just. Get at it. There awesome. you go. Okay. That's the place to go. All right, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much for participating in that massively fast lightning round. The album is Book of Rituals. Please tell everybody where and how they can get it and what is the future for this project. If you look up uh, the word Saturn, two eyes, and then D-A-E, Saturn E-A-E, you'll probably find it on any store you could look it up, and you'll find uh, the album Book of Rituals. It's got the purple purple cover with a little inverted pentagram with the weed leaf on it mm -hmm. on the album artwork. So if you see that, you know, you're in the right place. So it should be, it's on Spotify. That's where I'm looking at it right now. It's on the channel 666, Mr. Doom. Mm -hmm. It's on, uh, where else is it? It's on Bandcamp. That's where I go. Bandcamp. That's my yeah. place. Yeah. It's should be on Apple music pretty much anywhere you can, Anywhere you can look for it, you could probably find it. Right on. And also, I know you're on Instagram. Uh, that's where I initially caught you. Brother, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, keep us posted. Let us know what the hell's going on. I want to see what this black metal project is. And I'm curious to see what the next level of this project is going to be. All right, brother. Well, thank dude, you I so mean, much. Thanks for having me, though. Thank you so much, and much like this gentleman has said, Stoner fucking Doom from Hell, otherwise known as Amarillo, Texas. Book of Rituals is the album. Let's hear the fifth track off the latest release. This is Under the Blood Red Sun.
so much for tuning into the doom tomb podcast and thank you so much to our sponsors hardcore grooming the promo code is in the show notes now if you're too lazy to do that it's drop b in all caps please like subscribe tell a friend and follow us on social media it's doom tomb or doom tomb podcast ian my brother from another mother he is from no masters audio hit him up on instagram link is in the show notes he does all things sound for the doom tomb you can listen to music like this and so much more on craniumradio.com we got a whole bunch of djs i'm one of them it's sunday night 6 to 9 p.m eastern standard time each and every sunday you can listen in for music and i talk and i you know it's just whatever comes up you know and oh by the way last link you want to talk about your song doomtoompodcast at gmail.com get on and talk about the song thanks everyone we'll talk to you soon probably at a show until then next time meantime and in between time support your bands like you know get some of that band merch that you know you like and you've been sitting on it maybe it's in a wish list like on Bandcamp or something yeah go buy that and above all keep it heavy keep it heavy